Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about the eight parts of you that you really need to know, understand, align, and have constant growth in in order to have a rich, meaningful life. So I'm going to um, talk a little bit about why having alignment is really important for this. And then I'm going to talk to you about what each of those eight things are. Some of them you'll know, some of them you're already really good at. And then how do they interact with each other? And then at the end, I'm going to give you three tips or strategies moving forward. So these three strategies are really for different levels of growth, if you will. So if you're new to this, you're, you're going to do tip number one. Uh, if you've been at it for a while, tip number two. And then as you go, you can use tip number three. So this is a, a really, really important topic that we're going to talk about today that I don't think many people are talking about. So I would highly suggest that you take notes on this one. So if you are like many of our podcast listeners, you listen to the podcast as you are moving. So you're exercising or working in your garden or doing chores, that kind of thing. Please know this is one of those that you want to take notes for. So absolutely listen and then come back and take those notes. Okay. Uh, I would highly, highly recommend that. I know I, I strive, strive to not say you should do this, uh, but I think it's going to really help you if you do. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So there are eight major parts to each one of us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit about them. I'm going to describe them, explain them, not into huge detail, just enough that you, you kind of understand what they are. And then we're going to talk about how you can uh, really use kind of a self-assessment process to understand where you're at with each of these eight and be able to move forward. Okay. So first of all, let me say that these eight parts to you, and there may be more, I'm just sharing my eight that I usually focus on. You need them all to be uh, successful or have a rich, meaningful, and a, and a deeply purposeful life. Okay. So you can't just focus on one. You've got to have all eight of them. And it's a, a kind of a unity process. So, you know, when I say you need them all, there's going to be times when you focus on one area because that that's a, a high need. However, ultimately what you want to do is you want to kind of be managing all of these at the same time. Okay. Now don't go all crazy and conscious brained here and come up with some like, you know, database or spreadsheet or, uh, you know, some sort of dashboard to, to keep in mind all these things. You don't need to do that. I mean, you could literally, one thing that I have done is I just have a, a, a post-it note here in my study area that has, uh, a very simple picture that represents all eight of these. Okay. So it just reminds me that, you know, these are all interconnected. If you focus on only one area, it's a very limited perspective of life. Again, sometimes you need to, such as, you know, maybe you have a physical health issue and you really need to focus on that. However, if you only focus on the physical side of that, you're going to be unbalanced. So for example, um, 
we're currently running another round of our spiritual weight loss journey. Um, so it's a, a three week process where everybody is focusing on emotions. However, uh, you know, their, the goal is that they would be working on their, uh, weight loss. Some people are doing it for physical weight loss. Some people are doing it for spiritual weight loss. So we're really focusing on the spiritual, the intellectual, um, also relationship and also the physical, right? So all of them together. So we might be focusing on one issue such as a physical weight issue, but we're approaching it from different avenues. Okay. If you have one or two of these things that are out of balance, it affects the rest of them. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to share what the eight are, and then I'm going to give you some examples. Okay. So you may want to write this down. So the first one, uh, is, is spirit. Uh, so this is the spiritual aspect of you. Uh, this is not a religious aspect. You can have any sort of religion, but I'm really talking about the spiritual essence of you. You have a spirit, a soul. Uh, this is also talking about um, your intuition. So your connection to something greater than you. And this is where the source of all of our power comes from. Okay. So any power that we have in life, whether it be, you know, to, to make a change or to have a better relationship really in essence comes from the spiritual aspect of you. So for folks who are, uh, maybe this is not one of yours. I talked to somebody yesterday and, and we were doing some psyche work and, and they readily admitted that, uh, yeah, that that's not a part of, of, of their life that they haven't been exposed to that. And so you you can only have limited power in your life unless you're truly connected to your spiritual self. Okay. So the second thing is your intellect, your mind, your brain, if you will, uh, specifically in the areas, two areas, uh, imagination and wisdom. So using your conscious brain to imagine or visualize something and using, uh, Wisdom is, is kind of the, how do I explain wisdom? Wisdom is in, in the purest sense, collecting information from your environment, having an understanding about that, being able to apply it in a positive way for yourself and others. That's wisdom. So your intellect includes wisdom and then also the imagination. So, so when we talk about things in the podcast, such as having uh, an interaction debrief, you had a wonky interaction and you go and you imagine what it could have been, right? Uh, or you're imagining what you want your life to be like. That's using your intellect, okay? Now, a lot of people, they confuse the intellect and they think it's your IQ. How smart are you? Uh, and so, therefore, they, they may or may not give attention to this area if they have been very successful, let's say, in school or have, have several degrees, they tend to use the intellect, but they don't necessarily use their imagination and wisdom. Okay. Uh, and the opposite can also be true. So really it's a meshing of them all together. All right. So number three is some people will reflate, ref, relate this to your conscious brain or your subconscious brain. I like to tease it out a little bit just because when you focus on this one, alone and then in combination with everything, it really makes a difference. So the third thing is your will. Okay. Or another way to say it is your intention 
or your purpose. Okay. Now, you can probably already tell that there's a connection here. So for example, if you're a very spiritual person, your intention and your purpose is going to be connected to that. If you're a very intellectual person, your intention and purpose is going to be connected to that. Okay. You can actually go throughout life and not be very connected to the will or intention or purpose. And it really does affect everything else. So if you don't have a purpose, uh, you don't see that there's a purpose for your life. You're going to be in a very lower emotional or, or um, energy vibration, and it's going to affect everything, your relationships, your job, your career, service to others. If you don't see that you have a purpose, you, you're really just kind of breathing in life and making it from one day to the next. Okay, so the fourth aspect of yourself is your emotions, okay? Some people look at emotions as, as good or bad. They're not good or bad. They just are. Uh, it's energy and motion. So it's, it's all about energy. And when we talk about um, energy and vibrational frequencies, emotions all have a different vibrational frequency to them. Also included within this whole emotional side is your ability to connect with beauty. So I, I don't really talk a lot about this, uh, honestly, because this is something I'm really exploring for myself, but your ability to look at a painting and see the beauty in the painting, your ability to go walk out into nature. Uh, right now here in, in our neighborhood, we're having uh, all of the spring peeper frogs are coming out. And so to sit out and to listen to that, it's beautiful. It's like a symphony. Your ability to read something in a book and, and get captured by uh, a, a quote. One of the quotes that captured me today in my study was, man becomes an I through a you. And, you know, the essence of that is that you really only know yourself in combination with the relationships that you have, which is so true. But that one quote, I was like, oh my gosh, in, in seven letter or seven words, you captured such a great meaning. That's beauty. Okay. And that the seeing beauty can affect your emotions. Now, if you can't see beauty or you don't value your emotions or you try to stuff down your emotions, uh, you try to limit that part, then you're going to have issues in other areas. That's what we're finding as we're doing the spiritual weight loss challenge is that when you stuff down your emotions, you end up holding it as physical weight on your body. That's not good because we're all connected. Okay. Um, the other side, uh, uh, number five is your physical self, right? Um, many people tend to look at your physical self and say, this is who I am. My body is who I am. Your, your body is not who you are. Who you are is actually these eight things together, right? Uh, your body just happens to be one aspect of yourself. Uh, it's an important aspect. Absolutely. Cause if you don't have a body, what are you right? Um, but your, yourself is not your, your, just your body alone. So this includes your health and your wealth and all of the things related to, to physical, um, physical life. Okay. Number six, uh, another aspect about you, which seems a little weird to, to talk about, but is really your relationships. So again, man becomes an I through a you. You can really only know yourself through your relationships. So 
you know, the, I've been fond of saying that the people in your life are really a mirror. They, they show you what you like, what you don't like. Uh, you know, when you're interacting with, uh, I talk to teachers all the time and, you know, most of the time when they come and they're talking about these behaviors, it's, it's because there's something in that behavior, uh, that they don't like because it's in a reflection of themselves. Great example, I was working with a teacher one time, she really had a struggle with a kid and come to find out this kid was treating her as her dad treated her when she was little and she really didn't like it. You know, this it's important. So these relationships, especially your ability to love yourself and others. So how do you love yourself when you're in a very difficult relationship, right? Now that's a topic for probably several other podcast, but that's a part of it. Um, how can you be generous to the people in your life, not just your special relationships, but to people that you don't know? Um, forgiveness is squarely in here. Um, realizing that your ability to forgive and show compassion shows how much of a, a, a mature human you are. Okay. So can you see how the relationship side might affect everything? Because if you're, if you're not able to love, be generous, forgiving, set boundaries in your relationships, you're, you might have issues in your emotions, your will, your intellect, your spirit, and your physical. So they're all connected. Now, number seven is, is definitely related to the others. It's the this discovery of yourself or your purpose. So kind of going along with number three, but really it's going further than that. Um, so something as simple as listening to this podcast, doing the exercises will really help you understand um, how to discover the highest and best version of yourself. So not what has occurred in the past, not even what is happening right now, but really thinking about, and this is where your intellect is connected to this, thinking about what's the highest purpose for my life moving forward. Okay, that's the discovery of yourself and purpose. And then number eight, uh, this is very much related to many of them, but your ability to be of service to other people. And this goes a little bit beyond just having relationships because you can be a service to other people without really truly having a relationship with them. There's tons of ways to do that. Now, I know one person in my life who they have this one. They have a service to others. But you see, they're lacking in some of the other ones. And so they can only be a service to others when they've really fulfilled some of the other things that, that we've talked about today. Okay? I'll, I'll give you an example. If you are heavy on, let's say the spiritual development, and I've, I've got some friends and some clients who are all about what I call the next spiritual high, right? So, so what is the next thing that's going to make me feel good uh, in the spiritual realm? And some of them are neglecting other parts of themselves. So they, they might be, uh, you know, one person, God love her. She's doing the best she can. She meditates, I don't know, maybe two, three hours a day. And so when it comes to taking care of herself physically, she doesn't have the time for it. Right. And another person they're they're attending as many classes and trainings and sessions as they possibly can in order to develop spiritually. But really what they want is they want to be a service to others, but now they're finding they don't have time. 
So you see how all of these are interconnected? Okay, so now that you know that, there's a, a couple things. Um, there's actually three things that I can share with you as you're trying to really understand how these are all connected. The first tip that I would share with you is to notice, okay? So um, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say that most of you who are listening, probably this is the first time that you've heard about this topic. So noticing how these things are connected is gonna be really important, okay? So for example, let's say you had um, a wonky interaction at work, you know, something happened uh, and there was a conversation and you're just like, I'm not happy with how that went, right? So at the end of the day, you could come back, you could look at this list of eight things and say, okay, that interaction at work, how does it affect the rest of the parts of me? So for example, you know, one, you're gonna have relationships, right? Cause that's a relationship thing. However, it might have a physical effect on you. Maybe you find that you're holding stress in your body. Uh, maybe you find that you have certain emotions and that for whatever reason, you can't process out those emotions very quickly. Maybe there was a hit during that conversation to uh, your, your will, your intention, your purpose. I don't know how that's going to work for you, but just the fact of just noticing and saying, huh, how is this connected to everything else is going to help you become more aware about all eight parts of you. And when you begin to really do that, the next step is the growing step. So choosing to work on uh, any one area, right? So picking one of those that you feel like you can either pick one that you feel like you're low in or one that you feel like you're really high in or one that you feel like that's just the one that's calling me. Just pick an area and try to come up with some action steps. How can you grow in this area? And then the question that you want to really follow that with is that as you grow in that area. So for example, uh, right now for me, physical health is really important. Uh, it's become nice outside so I can walk again. Uh, I am uh, post hip surgery. So I'm trying to, to recover and, and gain my, uh, my physicalness again. And so that's one area that I'm really working on. I am noticing, right? So pick one area. How does it affect the rest? I'm noticing that I have an easier time with my emotions. I'm noticing that as I take walks, I'm getting these like moments of genius, if you will. So intellect is I'm getting, um, you know, some, some spiritual and intellectual things, uh, an idea for a class or a course, that kind of thing. Um, I'm also noticing that as I focus on my physical health, I am able to be of greater service to other people. Okay. So first, first step is notice. Second step is grow. And then the third step is you really become, I guess, adept at, at understanding these eight parts of you is to ask yourself, what do you want? Okay. So for each of these areas, what do you want? And this is really designing your life, how you want it, not just living by default, by whatever has already occurred in your life. So you can think about a goal, right? So, you know, physical, that, that can be all kinds of things, but you can think about a goal, but also think about flow. So flow is this idea of we're working on a goal, but we're doing it with fun and playful experiments. We don't want to get all worked up and, you know, in, in this process and, uh, oh my gosh, I'm not reaching my goal. No, we're just 
having fun with it, just being curious, just being playful. Okay. I promise you that if you follow this process, you are going to have greater energy, uh, um, a greater sense of well-being, and just a, a greater depth of meaning in your life. Okay. So in essence, what we're trying to do is love all parts of yourself and watch your life unfold into greater and greater levels of beauty and peace. Okay. All right. I hope this has been helpful to you. Um, I, I really want to get you guys thinking about this and, and living this. Uh, if you need anything, feel free to reach out and, and ask me about it. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.